You found yourself on another episode of Locked on Bulls. On today's episode, we're going to talk about the Bulls facing a must-win game tonight against the Charlotte Hornets. We're also going to ask, is AK or Billy Donovan more to blame where the Bulls currently sit? And we're going to end the show talking about Bulls Fest. We're going to get into all that and more right after this. Okay, hold on. It's not playing the intro. You have found Locked yourself on Bulls on intro Locked just went away. Bulls, hey, hey. <laughs> home of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Do, 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 do. Shout out to that. No intro being played today. Pat got us covered today. Hey, <laughs> thank you for tuning in to another episode of Locked On Bulls. Uh, member of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. That's Pat, the designer, host and creator of the Windy City Breeze. And the intro. And the intro, yeah, and he's also the intro. I'm Hayes, host and creator of Chicago Bulls and Chicago Bears Central. We'll get that figured out here in a second. But nonetheless, uh, Pat, Bulls tonight, Charlotte Hornets, not to necessarily preview the game, but overall with the Chicago Bulls and where everything sits right now, how important is this game for the Bulls? Every game the rest of the season is a must-win kind of a game, right? It, it Kind of, right? Like it, It's like I said before, it depends on – what you're aspiring for. Pat Bev came out, right, and he said, I'm not worried about getting the eighth seed. I'm worried about playing a good brand of basketball. And I thought that that was really interesting of him to bring out because here's the thing. If the Bulls are playing, like Pat Bev said, a good brand of basketball, guess what? Mm -hmm. If you go into the play-in and you win a game and then you win another game, you're in the playoffs. If you get into the playoffs and you're playing a good brand of basketball, you'll be able to continue winning. The, the, the problem with the Bulls is, We've seen them play a good brand of basketball over these over this last little stretch with, since Pat Bev has been there, but there have been moments where it's lapsed, right? There's been mm. moments where, uh, and and I think that goes all the way up. Like we'll talk about AK and Billy, but it, it goes all the way through this organization of the consistencies that they're actually going to be able to put on the court. I look at that Lakers game. The Bulls comeback was led by Demar Derozan's defense. It, it was phenomenal. I love to see it. The inconsistency part came kind of towards the end of that game where they just couldn't get anything going offensively. And then finally, when they could get stuff going offensively, they couldn't get a stop. So every game to this point to me is a must win. Just get you, just to get yourself in the rhythm, in the heading into the playoffs of we have to play this like it's our last game every single time. And and that's that's exactly what the Bulls sit right now. Everything you got six games left on the season. You cannot allow yourself just because you have a two game buffer with the team below you and a three and a half game bu buffer between the team below them to make you think that that you can take it easy. The Bulls cannot overlook anyone, and especially when you look at a Charlotte Hornets team that's won three of their last uh, the, their last three games in a row and four of their last five, albeit two of those games in a row were against the Dallas Mavericks, who right now are struggling, bro. Yeah. Like the Dallas Mavericks are Bulls West. That's what we're going to call them. They Bulls West. Kind of, yeah, with, dog. With better talent on that. That's, so, that's actually tough. But kind of. <laughs> dare, dare I say a worse head coach, though? Definitely. Oh, for sure. Yeah, uh, come Jason on. Kidd's come on Jason Kidd's pretty bad. Jason Kidd's pretty bad. Yeah, Jason Kidd's pretty bad. But uh, the Bulls have to, they have to be locked in every single game. You know, we've, been, we've been saying that for about three weeks now, and they really do. Like, now that you're in the final six, the last thing that I would want to see the Bulls do is lose 
a game against a team like the Charlotte Hornets. Yeah. And then that's that be the the game that 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 separates some things. Like you, you want to come in, you have to take care of the teams that are supposed to be below you. Supposed to be. And I say that with the Bulls playing like crap most of the season, and they've been playing right on par with any bad team. But the yeah. Charlotte Hornets were the first team in the Eastern Conference statistically eliminated from the play-in or playoffs. You cannot. P.J. Washington's been balling. He's averaging like 30 points per game in the last four games. Shout out to him on that. But you cannot let the Charlotte Hornets team come in and just outwork you with their youth. You cannot allow that. Yeah, man, really, really overcame the whole Brittany Renner thing. But, uh, you know, I, I just I just feel like, what? What what happened? I can't, I can't say the joke that what I want to say. What I can't happened? say that. I, it's, we're on locked on. If you would have said that on Chicago Bulls, <laughs> it would have been a completely different de- hey. deal. But I can't say what hey. I want to say. Sometimes you just got to overcome. You know what I mean? Hey, shout out P.J. Washington. But like I was saying, uh... <laughs> I think, I think the biggest thing coming into tonight is is to not overlook, right? Like there, and I don't think the Bulls have over this last stretch. Here's here's the thing: at the end of the day, the Bulls have played better in the second half since Pat Bev has been here. We can say that. The Bulls have also still had moments of those lapses. The Bulls have also still lost certain games based on just the fact that they're not a better team, right? Listen, when they went up against the Lakers, we went. Every Chicago Bulls fan in the building went into that game saying, Pat Bev called Brown Small. We're probably going to get killed in this one. <laughs> we're, we're probably going to get ran through in this one. You know what I mean? Like, And, and it's not. Also, Brittany it's not, Renner. And, hey, but it's not a, it's not a, it's not a surprise, right? It's not a surprise that. We lost some of these games that we've lost. Uh, uh, Clippers is a little bit more annoying to me than anything because they just looked lifeless uh, in the second half of that game. But I I just feel like, right, like we can't expect the Bulls, right? Our dream was the Bulls go 18 and five over this last stretch. Yeah. It was a dream for a reason. We didn't expect that. Our realistic was they probably go somewhere around, what, 15 and and eight, 14 and nine, something like that, right? And that's probably where the Bulls are going to finish out their season. Yeah, and I mean that's that's just is what it is, and so you know while I'm um, I'm impressed, I like the way that the Bulls have played and they've battled since the uh, All Star break. Shout out to all that, but um, the Bulls still got a lot of work left to do. We cannot we cannot rest easy. We cannot take anything lightly. Uh, this is a Chicago Bulls team that is disappointed a lot, and almost every time we need a win, or almost any time we get a streak going, we respond to it with a couple of losses in a row. I need to see the Bulls finish this last part of the season out strong, and this is really the last easy game on their schedule we go right to memphis then after memphis i can't remember who we who we face but it's a tough schedule to end the season it's, it doesn't get any easier for the chicago bulls and so they need to be locked in they need to get wins where they can and uh they got to take business take care of business tonight but we also need to see them start building in that playoff type play meaning that you got to come in and just extra you have to come in with a game plan and part of that is on billy donovan which we'll talk a little bit about in the next segment but you got to come in with a game plan execution and the energy that you realize that you are fighting for your life every single game from here into the rest of the season. You have to play with that level of energy. Yeah, 100%. 100%. They, they have to. I, I, I don't know what more we expect from them, right? I'm not going to lie. I like. I don't know how much deeper they're going to be able to dig. Hey, shout out Brittany Renner. But uh, I just think that, uh, I just think that, yeah, you know, you, you have to, you have to play above what we've seen on a night in, night out basis. And I will say, right, like it, it, it does fall a lot on Zach Levine's shoulders, right? The Zach Levine yeah. coming out and giving us 16 points, that can't happen. 
Yeah. I will say, though, tonight, I need to see Nikola Vucevic abuse a rookie because Mark Williams is on that other team. Hey, He's their hey, starting center hey, right now. Hey, you got to come out hey. and you have you have to embarrass because you welcome to the NBA, young fella, hey. because Vooch is too savvy. He's too versatile of a scorer. I get it. Mark Williams is a guy that I wanted the Bulls. He was number one that on my draft board this before. year. Hey, but you got to you got to come in and you got to put some work. And we don't know if Andre Drummond, he's listed as questionable as well, but yeah. we got we got to see Vooch come out here and and Billy Donovan too has to have a game plan where he attacks the r- r- rookie Mark Williams. You have to att- We've seen it done. When we've had rookies out there attack the rookie. I right, hear different rookie. I ain't going to lie to you. That, oh, yeah, he's yeah, he's boy, yeah, like you said. A monster. That boy it's, is it's a like monster. It's like he he's, he started off Right, like he started off in like his second year. He didn't, we didn't even know it. Like he played a whole year. We didn't know. Mark Williams, this is why he was number one on my draft board for the Bulls last yeah. uh, draft. You him, know, him and and if it wasn't for disgusting. a trade, we probably would have got him. So yeah, him and him and LaMelo going to be disgusting together. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm, I'm looking forward Listen, to watching that. I, I don't trust them being dangerous together as long as Michael Jordan own, owns that team. Well, so that until might that be changes, changing, but more so Steve Clifford coaching that team. You know what I'm saying? Well, that too, that too, that too. Which I think that will change along with better ownership. <laughs> uh, a smarter owner is going to come in and be like, "Listen, uh, shout out Steve Clifford, but you got to go, bro. Like, <laughs> hey, what, what do you hear? What is your job, here? Steve? You coach? Steve Clifford badge just never stops working. He just always can get into the Charlotte facility. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Boop, I'm still here. All right, cool. <laughs> All right, y'all. So next up, we're going to talk about and ask the question, is AK or Billy Donovan more responsible for where the Bulls sit right now? But first, before we do that, I got to talk to you guys about FanDuel. The tournament is heating up, and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel, America's number one sports book. That's because right now, FanDuel is giving new customers a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on and sign up today to claim your no-sweat first bet. Then you can wager on everything from the money line to the point spreads to which team will be cutting down the net all on an app that's safe secure and super easy to use so don't miss your shot at a no sweat first bet up to one thousand dollars when you join FanDuel today just go to fanduel.com slash locked on to sign up make every moment more with FanDuel. all right pat we got to get into it man uh shout out to p kid great topic um who is who do we view as being more to blame for where the Bulls sit right now in their season and everything that's going on? The front office and AK and Eversley or Billy Donovan? Where do you sit on that, Pat? Oh, I mean, there's bl- there's plenty of blame to go around, right? Like, the, honestly. But I I want to say I lean more towards Billy for not putting out lineups that match up well with the lineup going across from him, especially with how much he's changed this starting lineup throughout the season, right? Like Caruso's in the starting lineup. You watch Jared Vanderbilt, uh, LeBron James, and and Anthony Davis be the front court on the other end, and you countered that with DeMar DeRozan, Alex Caruso, and Vooch. Mm. But I, I also don't want to see Marco in there. I, I don't think Marco can play at the NBA level. Like, or, or I don't know, right? We, but every time we've seen him get out there, he kind of gets pushed around. It's only been, like, a couple of times. Kind of. Uh, I was about to say, kind of. <laughs> it's only been a couple of times. That last season, he, he got more dunks than minutes on him last season. That's <laughs> tough. Well, this season, the, the few times he's gotten in there, it's kind of been the same thing, right? It's like, go do something down. Oh, you, you're like, 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> thought, thought you added that muscle in. You're, you're like, but is, I, is Marco Simonovich going to be the center version of Antonio Blakeney when it comes to the G? Because G League, now he's Antonio putting up Blakeney got ticked. Antonio Blakeney got NBA tick. Antonio Blakeney has like multiple 30-point games in the NBA, I believe. Is that real? I have to go I, over I, the I'm game. I'm pretty well. sure Antonio Blakeney has multiple 30-point games in the NBA. Antonio Blakeney just didn't pass. Like he didn't get the team involved. Like I I yes, I, I wanted Antonio Blakeney to be good. I, and, bro, I, I wanted it for I saw for Antonio Blakeney. Him. And apparently they like him because he was sitting in the skybox with Lou Dang, Carlos Boozer, uh, Joe Kim Noah. And I was like, what the heck is Blakeney doing there? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> Why are you here? <laughs> the bodies don't match up. But but no, I just, um, I, I, I probably would lean more Billy Donovan because I think there is a lot that you can do with the lineup structure that you do have. And I don't think that he does enough with it on a consistent enough basis. I don't think he swaps guys in and out. Uh, uh, fast enough. Even if your starting lineup is right, I'm going to throw Alice Caruso out there. I could have watched the, for the first minute and a half and been like, huh, maybe I should throw P. Will out there. Um, and he did get him out there pretty quick in that last game, but it, there's been times where we've just been asking for him and he just doesn't get back in the game. But I think you there's a lot to be said on the fact that this team doesn't have shooting. There's a lot of open looks that this team generates to guys that don't knock down shots. And so while I want to lean Billy, I, I still have a, it, it's honestly right. Like 50, 50, I could convince myself either way. I'd say 51, 49, one way or the other, depending on the day. <laughs> and here's where I, how I feel on it. Right. And this is going to be unfair. I agree with you. Everything you said about Billy, I don't want to take away everything you said about Billy spot on. Billy definitely shares part of the blame in this. Absolutely. Um, and, and as a coach on the floor, the lack of adjustments, the lack of developing players, a lot of that does go to Billy. But here's the thing. AK hired Billy Donovan. Yeah. AK did decide on this roster. Yeah. AK decided to bet on, uh, you know, the players that are here. So, I, I mean, AK ultimately. extended Billy Donovan. And, he, and it gave Billy Donovan an extension. He still has not come out and even said, happened, or admitted the years. So, to me, yes, Billy Donovan, for, Billy Donovan for the – for the coaching that happens on the floor and some of the miscues and not using players correctly, not going to the hot hand, he absolutely deserves blame for that. But overarching, AK, you are the president of basketball operations. Everything flows downhill. So everything that you see on this team and you do not adjust and you decided whether it was a Reinsdorf decision or not, Billy Donovan had an extension. And as I've said before, I'm not the biggest Billy Donovan supporter at all. Me and you got into a huge argument over yeah. Billy Donovan on this show. And I'm not, I'm not a Billy a, Donovan supporter. That's the word. Exactly. That's the wild part about it. Yes, yeah, so <laughs> we both argued about somebody we don't care for. Uh, but the thing in this is, is that if he is going to be your coach, if you are going to extend him, then guess what? He needs to have a roster that is conducive to whatever style of basketball that he plays. Yeah. yeah that's your job. He's the coach here. I can I can scream all day, should he or should he not be the coach? He's the coach. So if you're not going to give him the best roster that possible, we like you said, Marco, I, I, I had hope for Marco. That hope dwindled every game that went by that the guy couldn't even get an NBA minute. We are not at the place where we can have players on this roster that are getting paid NBA contracts. He's not on the G League or a two-way. He's on an NBA contract yep. that can't perform and give us something for this team. That's AK thing. I, I, I agree with you on that. I will say that, right? Like, it's, I, I have to hold that same energy for AK that I held for Ryan Pace 
Um, Ryan Pace's biggest sins, of course, were some of the player personnel that he selected. But the biggest Birth sin of all, as well. Uh, well, that's tough. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> he's done pretty well. I mean, he's, <laughs> makes more he's than done we do. Well. He's done pretty he's well. Done pretty makes well. more than we do. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I think I think the biggest thing with with all of it is right. Like my biggest gripe with Pace was you're watching this guy destroy your young quarterback, and you're doing nothing about it. Um, I don't think Billy Donovan is destroying the talent on this team. I don't think that it's as egregious as Matt Nagy was. But mm-hmm. I do think that there's a lot to be said on. Um, you can tell that this isn't working. How long do you hold on to it? Now, granted, it's only been two seasons. I'm somebody who's also very big on, I believe in continuity. Guess what? Giannis worked with Jason Kidd starting things off. Although I I will say this, I want y'all to go back. Jason Kidd broke his jump shot. Giannis, not not that he was shooting at a high percentage, not that he was shooting at a high percentage, but his jump jump shot was fluid. Mm. When he was a rookie second year, fluid. Oh, Jason Kidd broke his jump shot. But anyway, uh, I, I think, right, like, you have to go through those those uh, growth spurts. You have to go through the struggle times to get through the great times, right? Like, Jason Kidd got him to what? A first-round exit, basically? I think that's as far as they got. Did yeah. they ever make the playoffs? They made the playoffs with him, right? He got to a yeah, first-round uh, exit. Uh, and then, and, oh, yeah, I know, was that? I know they made the play. Did they play us? They played us, right? Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. They played right. us because uh, uh, is that when Dunleavy went nuclear? That is when Dunleavy when, did. When Giannis yeah. hit him with the you dig at the end of it because he was cooking him dig. so bad. He hit him with the little bow at the end of it because he was cooking him so bad. <laughs> By the way, I just checked. So Antonio Blakely never scored over 20 points in the NBA. 21 points, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Never mind that. And he and he's and he had four is, twenty point games. That is that is a that is a wide spectrum, dog. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's like he's never scored over twenty points. But in the G League, this man has seventy seven points in a game. Like he's oh got, yeah, he's like in the like, G League, I he's, think he's got like a fifty five point game. Remember, KD tweeted out like, "Hey, how's this guy not in the league?" Yeah, well, there you go, <laughs> that KD. Was, that Take was, that, that with was you. that was what struck Take a nerve with, with us. But <laughs> I, I think at the end of it, right, like you look at Billy Donovan and, and, and what he's done, and, and you look at what AK's done, and yeah, I, I don't disagree with you. I I'm one that's for continuity, but you also have to add to the things that we're talking about being having continuity with. And there's no way that Zach Levine should be driving <clears throat> to the bucket, bringing three guys down on him, and he kicks it out to Io DeSumo for an open three, and he can't make it. Or kicks it out to Kobe White, or kicks it out to Goran Dragic when he was here, or kicks it out. Right, like, we can name so many names on this team of guys that just haven't knocked down shots. And guess what? You want to know when this Bulls team has looked the best? 110%? When mugs are making threes. That's it. That's the answer. <laughs> Yeah. And maybe some big yeah. men. But when mugs are making threes, it just opens everything up for this team. It, it does. And, and that's why me and you both, we really did give DeMar his props for when he was taking more three-pointers and hitting them at a decent clip. Yeah. It really did help. On top of that, Zach Levine being more dangerous from three. Like, th- shooters and some legit size are the most important things. Well, it depends. We don't know what's going to happen. If Vooch leaves, it, it, that changes. We still need size. We just need to double down on it even more at that point. Yeah. But... um. I'm looking really at AK. If we're if we're doing anything and judging either one going into the the upcoming offseason, I'm looking at AK. And not to say that it's all on AK. Billy Donovan's coaching still absolutely going to be a problem in sometimes in some matchups. But you have to look at AK and and say, and he's even said this. Like he alluded to the fact of, oh, well, basically look at look at the fact I brought Demar and Lonzo in here. I got creative. We didn't have any cap space, and I'm still able to bring them in. 
Cool, AK. Yes, you did. You did that. We need you to now go and do it again because we live in a very much a what did you do for us lately society. And the last thing you did for us is you told us to bet on continuity. And we sat there as Bulls fans and watched this team struggle with shooting with size. And how many games did we just lose to simple math because the other team takes more high volume threes. And no matter how many high high quality twos the Bulls take, it's it's two is less than three. And that's shot the Bulls in the foot so many times this season. And I'm be honest with you. We're not even asking for a lot. What did we really ask for? Give us a point guard. You got us Pat Bev, and all of a sudden the Bulls look like a completely different team. Give us a point guard. <laughs> you went into the trade deadline with Kobe White, who's on an expiring deal, with Vuce, who's on an expiring deal, with uh, uh, Lonzo, the knowledge that Lonzo Ball is basically never coming back probably at that point. Uh, and, and you were like, yeah, no, we, we're not going to get into the trade market for point guard. I, I can't get a Mike Conley. I can't get a, like, I can't, like, I just want a point. Like, I'm not even asking for the best point. I don't care about having a, like, just give me a point guard. I'm going to play devil's for a while. I'm going to play devil's advocate just for a second. Because a name that you mentioned, because we did get Pat Bev, and we got him without got, having to give up got. assets. A Mike Conley, Fred Van Vliet, uh, uh, a Trey Jones, those players are available in free agency this offseason. So That's I'm going to ask you this. If, AK does get one of those point guards with true cap space without giving up any future first or second round picks this offseason. Does it reframe how you view his non-activity at the trade deadline? Well, I, I never have a problem with it because I didn't think that we were one piece away. That's fair. Right. I, I, I was irritated that we did nothing because it was very much like you stood pat. I, I thought, hey, you got to go after a big man or some shooters. Realistically, I knew mm. we, we need a point guard. Right. Like, that was the thing we needed most. But the names on the list weren't sexy. But yeah. the the one thing that I that I'll say is coming into this offseason, are you going to address it? Because here's the thing. We're saying the same thing we said last year. We're still talking about shooters. We're still talking about point guard play. We're still talking about big men. You want to bring Gore in Brittany Renner and she'll up the morale of the team instantly. They playing they playing a little lighter out there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, it's amazing we still have a show. Oh, man, I know, right? Uh, that's that was good. That was good. Yeah, hey, it is what it that is. That was good. Um, but, yeah, I mean, hopefully AK, AK cannot they, – they, you got to make your money again this offseason. We've seen now this team struggle. We've seen how this team look with a point guard. We saw how your $215 million investment in Zach Levine plays more like a $215 million player when he has a point guard next to him. So what do you got to do? You got to figure it out by hell or high water how to bring a point guard to this team. We need size, too. But, okay, let me ask you this before we go What's on this and move on to Bulls Fest. Which one's more important? Point, point guard, guard or size? Point guard. Point guard. Because okay. when you when you look at the point guard position, right, He and, and I'm talking about, listen, we've talked about this. Pat Bev is not a top 10 point guard in the NBA. He's probably <clears> not top 20 if we being 100% honest, right? But what he is is he's a leader of this team. He's a guy that, that can take uh, the reins of this team and point them in the right direction. Uh, we didn't have that with Io DeSumo lead at the helm, right? Io, very young player, playing with Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, Nikola Vucevic. He's going to listen to what his vets are telling them to do. Um, Patrick Williams, very much the same way, right? So Pat Bev was able to come in and be like, yeah, yeah, no, I, I, that sounds great and all of that, but no, I'm, I'm the one that's running the show with me being here now, and I'm going to tell y'all who's going to be the best player on this team. 
Your point guard is the most important thing because it accentuates what your shooting guard can do. I think I think of it in the sense of what's the want we have for for Justin Fields. Justin Fields can throw the ball. He can't catch the yeah. ball. He can't block for himself. So you have to put pieces around that guy to make sure that he has the best opportunity to be the best version of him, which is a really freaking good player. That's the same way with Zach yeah. Levine. Zach Levine shouldn't be out here worrying about, I got to facilitate. I got to sit here and play the passing lanes. I got to sit here and, and, and be the best defender on the court. I got to sit here and be right. Like there's, there's a lot of issues with this team that we just were like, Zach Levine's worth 215 million. What are you going to do? And, and, and it's not what we paid him to do. I feel like yeah. that's Chicago's problem. We go out there and pay mugs and then get upset when, when they're not doing things we didn't ask them to do. Agreed. To get Agreed. that money. <laughs> yeah, definitely agree with you there. And hopefully AK is up to the task. You got to get busy. You got to get busy. And so we'll see it. Uh, but talking about we'll see it. People could see us this year. Bulls Fest going down. Bulls Summer Fest yet again, bro. We were out there last year. Uh, we did get noticed by a few people. But, you know, it is what it is. We got... Hey, yeah, we're going to be out there. We may even... Uh, have a show out there, but, we, you know, we, keep we it moving. A, uh, we got a, uh, you know, maybe it's just a booth or something. You know what I mean? I mean yeah, you know, it's what it is. To the power is We're just going to leave, we're going to leave it at that. But all going down August uh, 12th through the 13th, um, how you feeling about Bulls? Me and you, I think we both walked away last year from Bulls Fest saying that we saw the, the solid foundation laid for, for what could be a great weekend. They got some th things they needed to tighten up on. I would say one of the things is the tournament. Uh, we, we didn't even know where or when to go watch certain, you know, the three-on-three -three tournaments. They needed yeah. to tighten that up. The dunk contest was very exciting. It was probably the best event of the weekend. Um, but I do think that they just got some things that they needed to do to make it a little bit more of an event. But how how much are you looking forward to Bulls Fest this year? I, I am. I'm excited to see how they're going to improve on it last year. The concert was really dope. Um, the, the, the dunk contest was very, very entertaining. It was better than the NBA dunk contest. I, I know we left last year saying that, right? Um, I think the three on three needs to be a, a more, more of a locked down event. Kind of like, I like the idea of an open, like anybody sign up, bring your three best players and all of that. But are you going to get, right, like three entertaining hoopers? Are you going to get three guys that are going to go out there and, you know, show what Chicago ball is? Like, I think you need to go out and you need to almost recruit for this type of event, right? And that's probably not going to happen this year. It's still open sign up. Yeah. But this is something where I would have a guy, weirdly enough, right, a scout that's just out there and just like, hey, would y'all want to come play at this event? You know, the, have your teams there. Something that people can build around, something that people can get excited for. Oh, they won last year. They coming back this year. Let's see this again, right? So, um, but outside of that, man, I I love the event. Maybe have some more vendors in that mug. I mean, we're the Chicago Bulls out there, right? Like, it was like a 3-1-2 car, the taco truck, and... Uh, I, I left there going. The empanada kinda, truck was fired. The empanada my, truck my, was a banger. The, the empanada truck was fired. Yeah, you I'm was not on, even going to hold you. You was on with that. You was on with that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A little expensive, though, but it was Bulls Fest. But it was like. Uh, it was, yeah, well, it, was, it was like 12 bucks right, for like one empanada. It's like, come on. Empanada. I was like, I'll just, come I'm going to eat bro. later. I'm going to eat later. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, right, then we, like, did, even did we go out to eat after that? We did go out to eat. We went to Portillo's after that. Oh, yeah, that's right. But even just having, right, like the beer, the beer cart out there and having that ability with the and stuff like that. I love the art function they had at the front. I want to see kind of how they... I just want to see how it's going to build up. I think there's a ton that the Bulls can do. Um, it, it just kind of has to continue to grow and continue to be added on. 
You know, like this could be this is something that could become one of the biggest events of the year in Chicago. I agree with that, especially in time in the summer where there's not a lot going on. Um, people need want to get outdoors. It was peaceful. Uh, there wasn't anything crazy going on out there. And I do think that it can start being one of those dates that you have to pencil in on your calendar during the summer and just go and just enjoy it, man. And it's not even necessarily just to do with the Bulls or basketball. It was nice to take pictures with players and the GM and, and the personalities and things like that. But I think even more so just the, the sense of community, right? And Chicago needs and and thrives in that situation. So it was, it was fun out there. I need, I, I won't necessarily say I need to have food the level of the taste, but it needs to be close. They need to improve those food carts. Yeah, yeah, the food carts a little bit because I think that brings the people out, man. You're eating, you're sitting there chopping it up. And and I think the, um, yeah, like you said, just, just that level of everybody doing something together. There needs to be something, right? Like the concert is cool, but like even then you kind of just stick it to yourself. There needs to be, I, and I, I'm not sitting here saying I got the answer. Uh, I'd love to. I'd love to be one of the people on the brain trust on that, though. You know what I mean? Just let me know. Uh, but uh, <laughs> and include more Chicago creators, bro. Like real talk. It was. It was. It was. It was nice seeing. Um, who was out there? There were a couple out there. Can't remember off the top of my head. But uh, you, you need more of us out there, bro. You need. You need us. You need a Matt and Big Dave. You need a couple of more Chicago yeah, creators. Definitely out there, need to. Definitely need to bring some of the content creators for the Bulls out there, man. I mean, we saw Melissa out there, of course. Ramina was out there. Yeah. Shout out to them, man. But I mean involved in the event. Yeah, like, there, yeah, there, was, there were a lot out there intending, but I mean true. involved. That's true. Like, that's true. There was a lot of people that – that's a great point. That's really how you do it, too. Because I'll say this. Yeah. I went to that watch party, and it was a community. Like, you don't realize yeah. how much of a Bulls community it really is. It was, it was a community out there, man. So, like, just including everybody in the event, including and, – and getting the people involved that can include everybody in the event, I would that Absolutely. would really take it to the next level, actually. That, that's a great point there, Hayes. Yeah. Involve those creators out there, man. Let's make this an event. But, uh, hey, I got nothing left, bro. What about you? Uh, man, hey, nothing. Uh, follow me on everything at Pat the Designer. You can follow us both on everything at Locked On Bulls. Uh, and if you're uh, in Charlotte, you can follow Brittany Rennick. Never mind. But, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's. Pew, 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 uh. pew, pew, pew. I heard, I heard every time there's an over $3,000 deposit made in the bank account, Brittany Renner shows up. Uh, but anyway, you guys can follow me at CEO Hayes, the CEO H-A-I-Z-E. Uh, thank you so much for making Locked on Bulls your first listen today. Now for your second listen, go and check out Game to Game NBA. Every moment, every top performance, every result. Locked on Game to Game covers every game from across the NBA with local analysis that only Locked on can deliver. Follow Game to Game on Locked on NBA, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. For Pat the Designer, I'm Hayes. This has been Locked on Bulls. We out, y'all. Peace. Peace.